0: Got some news yesterday that we were not expecting. Keep playing, if you will, Billy. Elijah has taken a turn for the worse. Doctor came in and showed us the brain scans from the first stroke until yesterday. And after the first stroke, which caused some severe damage, there's been multiple strokes that have taken place he has been off sedation for 52 hours and he's completely unresponsive he's only breathing because of the machines he'll be taking off the the breathing here in the next couple of days and if god doesn't touch him He's going to heaven. So I want you to pray tonight because the fact is medical science has done everything they can do. And without a divine intervention and visitation in all intents and purposes, Elijah will be making this home going. Could you just right now begin to lift up, begin to pray Father, we come before you. Lord, Elijah is yours before he's ours. He's your child. He's your son. He belongs to you. And, Father, we we understand, Lord God, that he, in all intents and purposes, Lord God, is maybe not even there now. He's only held alive, Lord God, by artificial means. Lord, if you choose, you can heal his body completely. But, Lord, it's up to you tonight. God, we're asking for your will, for your will. We pray for Andrea and Josiah and Phoebe, Lord, tonight. God, that you would comfort them, strengthen them. And, Lord, we're asking, Lord God, that you would move in a mighty way and that your will be done. Your will be done, Lord. We do not grieve as those that have no hope, Lord God. We have hope in you. Lord, we lift Elijah before you. And we're asking God for a miracle. We're asking for a miracle, Lord. It's entirely in your hands. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. I want you to pray right now as we're praying. I want you to just continue to intercede and pray for Elijah. I want you to pray for Lee right now. Lee had a stroke the other day. They're combating that. They're trying to bring him to recovery. He's doing well, but he's got some other blood clots in there. Let's pray for Lee right now. Come on. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we speak life over Lee. We ask almighty God that you would have mercy, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord God, against all the attacks against the body lord i ask in jesus name that you would move upon lee right now lord god and pray father god that these blood clots would dissolve and that lord that you would bring healing to his body lord peace to his mind lord pray father god that you would take him off of the feeding tube lord god and he'll begin to eat solid foods lord god raise him up father give them give this family peace i want you to pray right now for kenny murdoch whose body is ravaged with cancer. I want you right now, just begin to pray. He needs a touch in his body. He needs this, this cancer to be removed. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray tonight, Lord God, for Kenny. We pray, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the name that is above every name. We rebuke every cancer cell, Lord God. We pray against the and rebuke the spirit of infirmity that has attacked him, Lord, tonight. And God, I'm asking in your name, Lord God, for your mercy, Lord God, upon him. Father, we ask, Lord, for the Adaya Jew family, Lord, once again, God, for a miracle, a miracle, Lord God, that only you can bring. And Father, we give you the praise and the honor and the glory in Jesus, Jesus, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. You can be seated tonight. Thank you, worship team. have this one on thank you chair i want you to, to turn to second kings the second chapter tonight second kings the second chapter tonight I'm not going to hold you long <clears throat> father we love you father we need you we will trust you always. Our hope is in you. Our confidence is in you. You are our peace and our rest and our joy. Second Kings, the second chapter. Beginning in the seventh verse, it says, And fifteen men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance. And while the two of them stood by the Jordan, now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and he struck the water. It was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? And Elijah said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. And he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, It shall be so for you but if not it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven and Elisha saw it and he cried out father my father the chariots of Israel and its horsemen so he saw them no more he took hold of his own clothes and he tore them in two pieces no longer And then then he also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fallen from him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? But he had also struck the water. It was divided this way and that and Elijah crossed over. Mm. Think about. Think about our friend, Elijah. I think about this man of God and how that he so lived after the same passion as his namesake. There's always hope still in God. We we know that. We're at a pivotable, critical point. God either touches him and heals him here, or God touches him and heals him there. But I think about what Elijah, as he ascended, what he left behind. Turn, just turn those off, guys. Just kill them. When Elijah left, he left something behind. He left a mantle. I think about Elijah, my friend, and my brother. What did he leave behind? See, Elijah, every time we sat down, we had to talk about revival. We had to talk about the passion of God. Now that the Lord's desires to move. He would share his experiences that he had in Africa when he stood up on a stage with the likes of Reinhard Bonnke and such and be in such crusades where you could not see the end of the crowd. They were so filled with people. And when salvation call was given, they would come for miles. They would come in to receive a salvation. Elijah would tell me, he said, you know, that same spirit I felt there, I have felt in this church God. Hallelujah. Yeah. this man was a man of God yes, he, he is a man of God he tells Andrea all the time he says wife is God good she would say yes Then everything's gonna be all right anybody that got close to Elijah you would see He's a man of such passion, such, he's a man of prayer, he's a worshiper. And I'm telling you, we're going to miss, if God decides to take him home, we're going to miss him here. Because he did so much more behind the scenes than he did in the scene. He was a man who urgently and passionately pursued his God. I'm telling you, he left something behind. He left a witness for you and I. He left a witness for you and I to say, we need to have that kind. What are we going to leave behind? We're not promised tomorrow. I understand that when Jesus went went to a funeral, he just raised the dead. You don't invite Jesus to a funeral because he's going to, if it's a, if it's a son, if it's a, he, he's going to, he, he hated death. I hate death. I'm so tired of burying people. You understand? I would tell you no one else in here die, but I'm afraid you're going to rebel. <laughs> and I know we don't have the choice and I'm being a little facetious, but. You understand that we have the privilege in the time that we have is so very precious. We may get two or three years. We may get 46 years. We may get 80 plus years. But compared to eternity, what is that? I tell you, we got to let the things go. It's time we stop wallowing around in this. I almost said it, but I'm not going to say it. Wallowing around in the stuff that the enemy keeps throwing at us. Men, you, you fill that in that blank, all right? But see, your life matters. It matters. In the timeline of eternity, you have a beginning and an end, but you just get that much, that little dash and that's all you have. Don't give any of that time to the enemy. Don't give any time to the enemy. Not another, not another I can't. Don't give him another I, I, I'm too hurt. Don't give him another I'm too broken. Don't give him another moment of your time. To say, no, I'm going to love those that are near me. I'm going to love those that are away from me. I'm going to embrace life, and I'm just going to say, God, I'm going to do it your way. I'm telling you, I always trusted Elijah because I knew we were on the same page, going the same direction, with the same purpose and the same passion for the Lord. His zeal was so infectious that he just loved God. He would sit in my office and he would just say, I just want to see people grow. I want to see people, I don't care who gets the credit. I just want to see those that I minister to. I want to see them come up. I want to see the Spirit of God move in this house. I'm saying to you, we need men and women of God like Elijah, a, day, a Jew that have the passion of the Lord that when they leave you feel every bit of the effect of what they left and the void that's in your heart and you're saying, no God, not them, not this time. Dolores, you matter. You matter. You matter. There's too much to be done to him. We just get that that much and it's over in a blink give it all just give it all to him leave something worth picking up leave something worth picking up my kids never have a I would have never have an ounce of credit in their life if I didn't live out in private what I preached in public. I, I, I couldn't pass that on to them. It wouldn't be something they would pick up. I wanted to galvanize the word that I spoke to them by the life that I lived and said, God, you can have it all. Just give me my kids. Just give me my children. Just, Lord God, let us be prayed up when we come to the house. Let us be sold out when we stand up on the stage. Let us be welcoming the Spirit of God when we walk in here. Let's leave something worth picking up. And I see that in the passage of Scripture there where Elijah Elisha he says, "Where is the God of Elijah? I want people to ask that question of this church in this house. where is the God that you serve? Where is he? I need him. Where is does this peace and this hope come from? where? Is he, and Elisha, picked up the mantle and he struck the waters. And it wasn't, I've read that passage, probably preached it to you a thousand times. Somebody said, no, a thousand and one. Okay, a thousand and one for the record keepers. But I never noticed the fact that God did answer because the Jordan parted. Where is the God of Elijah? I'm right here. As that Jordan opened, and he crossed through on the other side. But see, before he picked up that mantle, see, that mantle started the whole thing. It just started the whole thing. And see, what Elijah taught Elijah is when he walked by, he didn't say anything when God called him. God said, you're going to raise up Elisha. He's going to take your spot. Okay. He's going to be the prophet in your stead. He's the one that's going to walk. But when Elijah walked out in the field, he didn't say, hey, God has spoken to me. This is the way it's going to be. it It wasn't a matter of personal prophecy that was taking place, and I have nothing against that. But he walked by him. And he let the anointing speak for him. My God, for a church that would just let the anointing speak for them. Just let the anointing speak for you. You don't have to make your way anywhere. The anointing will open that door for you. That anointing, where do you get the anointing? Well, you got to... Get it rubbed on, amen. You got to get in the soaking place, you got to get in the prayer closet, you got to get where where you got to get under the, f- the, the fount where the glory is being poured out. You've got to get to that place. Church, there is a world that is desperate for what we have in store, locked up in shelter, holding back from them. We've got to open that up by saying, God, I need to let my heart open and let the spirit begin to pour forth out of me because we are the answer to the world's problems uh, all around us Andrea told uh, us Randall you're the reason they stayed in this church when they came Andrew and Elijah they came because CMA Kenny Murdoch went and helped them move in to their place and they came and visited and you know they enjoyed the preaching in the church and they enjoyed the friendliness of the people and then they went and tried out a couple other churches and they came back well then Randall was preaching that Sunday and he got up there preaching somewhat probably more intense than I'm preaching tonight come on troops get it together let's get this thing going let's get to let's get to move in this And Elijah's like, those are my people. I'm going there. (laughs) But see, the reality is this. We have a time here. I want to make the very most of that time. The way to make the most of that time to do much for God As the inbounds says, to do much for God, you have to be much with God. The greatest contribution you can make to your family, to the church, to your workplace, to the world around you, is your relationship with God. Because you can't fake the fruit. You you can't fake the fruit. It's either there or it's not. You 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 can you can go get the plastic versions and stuff it in your pockets, but everybody knows it's like, hey, this looks like an apple, it's got the semblance of an apple, but this doesn't taste like an apple. There's something something plasticky about it. I don't know. It's kinda like Twizzlers. <laughs> the non real candy. <laughs> But see, Elijah the prophet told Elisha, his protege, you've got to see me when I go to get what I have. I didn't understand that till last week. I'm a little slower than most, but I didn't get it till last week. Why did he have to follow him because see that, that mantle represented the anointing. He had to see what that mantle fell so that he could pick it up. So you got to stick with me Elijah, Elisha, you got to walk with me so that when it comes time you can now reach over and pick it up because you have seen where it has fallen. And there's a lot of folks that are missing out because they don't walk long enough to see where God is dropping his blessing. We give up way too soon when God wants to pour out a blessing. We're like, well, I don't know, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen sitting in the house. You've got to get in the field in order to gather the, uh, in order to gather the manna. If you're going to eat, you've got to go out and you've got to gather it every day. You've got to walk where God's walking. And sometimes it's in the valley of the shadow of death. Sometimes it's on mountaintops. There's occasionally it's going to be in a furnace. And sometimes it's in some lion's dens. But I have seen a whole, I have discovered a whole lot of anointing when I get in those places. Because that's where the anointing drops. At the place of need. Yes. Yes. So, Elisha. Before he picked the mantle up, before, not after, before he picked the mantle, he tore his old clothes off. He got, uh, this is not, I'm not identified with this anymore. Don't call me this anymore. Don't call me a victim anymore. Don't call me a loser anymore. I love that song we sing tonight. Don't call me a beggar anymore because I am royalty. Don't talk about the king's kids that way anymore. Don't tell me that I can't because I'm taking the I can't off. Don't tell me that I'm worthless and no good because that is not part of who I am anymore. I'm taking that off because I've got a new identity. I'm going to put that on and now I'm walking with God. And now I'm going to do what Elijah Taught me to do. I'm gonna let the anointing speak for my for itself But He said Elisha What do you want? in our Western Grab it and get it all together and we've got to have more and that makes us more successful than everybody else kind of mentality We miss what Elijah elisha requested he said i want a double portion i've heard the messages double for your trouble and all that kind of stuff and i just want to say let's throw that out did he do Uh, ironically yes he did twice as much because i think god just likes to do that kind of stuff there were 14 miracles accredited to Elijah. There were 28 miracles accredited to Elisha. But Elisha got his last miracle when they buried him and they took a dead soldier and threw it in. And when they touched the bones of Elisha, then that soldier got up. And it's like 23. Lord, you must have missed it. Oh, no, I got one more. In Elisha's death, he kept touching. I want my life to carry on long after I'm gone so that when my children and my grandchildren and my great grandchildren and my great 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 grandchildren and all the descendants that come forth out of this when they hear they are touched by the bones that are left behind but he asked for something I want a double portion and then you notice when he ascended into heaven, what did he cry? Father, my fa, my father, my father. Now, I've never had to have a commentary agree with me, but I always like when they do. And a lot of times, I look until I find one that agrees with me. <laughs> I had preached it this way for years, and found somebody to agree with me. I thought. Come on. You see, what Elijah, Elisha was asking for was not on the pretext, as we look through the lens of a Hebrew, in their culture, in their setting, what he was asking for was the birthright and the blessing of the firstborn. What he was asking for, because the the firstborn receive the blessing and the birthright the birthright was they would carry on they would become the head of the clan and they would carry on the name of the clan the bloodline and they would receive a double portion not so they could shake it before their brothers and say and their siblings and say oh look what I got no they got the double portion because now they had the responsibility of the care of the family and if someone some family member or someone in the clan that was brought into bondage or slavery and they couldn't get themselves out they would go to the nearest kinsman the firstborn, because they received the double portion to rescue them out of that slavery or that indebtedness. So it wasn't so that I can look better or be better or have bigger numbers or a greater crowd. What Elisha was asking for was responsibility. What a peculiar thing to ask for. I want to be responsible for the furtherance of the kingdom of God. I want to be committed to the call of God and to the furtherance of the kingdom of God. live in a world that will do anything and everything to forsake especially personal responsibility it's someone else's fault someone else to blame this is the reason I am where I'm at now I can point to the person and I can tell you exactly the one who caused me to be this way and it is they did it they did it they did it it's only by the power of the anointing of God that that desire changes from uh, I'm not going to point fingers at others I'm going to say God fix me I'm taking the identity off because I'm putting your identity on and now what I'm asking for is this Lord God I'm asking for the response Responsibility that comes along with the call of God because I will not let up, shut up, back up, be still until all have seen and known that God is real and I want to leave something behind for the next generation. I will not back off this statement and I will pursue if it runs everybody out of the building the only and this is what I'm after. Every time I come together, every time I pray, every time I preach, I am looking for what I believe the heart of God is looking for. I'm looking for an all-in people who are desiring the power of God and the presence of His Spirit that say, Lord God, if you can use anyone, you can use me. I'm giving it all up. I'm going to burn the plow and I'm going to bull the ox. I'm not stopping here. I'm going after you with all that is within me. And I believe that is the only way, church, that we are going to see the revival that God wants us to see. I will not tolerate disunity. I'm telling you right now, I'm making a public declaration. I will not tolerate disunity in this house. If you're too broken to minister, sit down until you get healed. If you're not going to commit wholly, then you should not be standing in a, in a leadership position. I'm talking about from your, from your personal life uh, of, of, of devotion all the way down to your finances. If you're not going to commit wholly in those areas, then you need to sit down until you are. I welcome you here, but I'm saying your children are at stake. Life can change that quickly. Ten days ago, our brother was getting ready to go to bed. Fell on the floor. Collapsed. Woke up on Monday. Nine days ago, he has not recovered consciousness. But Elijah, if the Lord takes him, The Lord takes him, he's left an indelible impression in my heart that I feel, I feel his loss when he's taught his children to follow God with all of their heart. Wife, is God good? And it's going to be okay. Then it's all good. Father, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord Jesus merciful God mighty God everlasting Savior great I am Lord we can only know what you show us we can only go where you lead us Lord, we're asking tonight that you will lead us, show us, unveil to us. I pray for the liberation before the nations. I pray for the liberation of this house. I pray for the liberation of every person in this room, every person that will be here Sunday, every person that is supposed to be here, Lord God. I pray that there will be such a liberty, Lord God, come into their heart and life, that there is a passionate, purposeful knowing, Lord God, that they are with you and you are with them. And that, Lord God, there is a dissolving, Lord, let there be a dissolving, Lord, of the chains and the shackles, Lord God. Lord, for the hurt, God, let it be healed tonight. For the shame, God, let it be removed tonight. Lord, I pray that there will be those tonight that tear off the shame. Tear off the shame and just take up the anointing and let the anointing speak for them. Not their past, not their failures, not their shortcomings. Lord God, they take off, Lord, that identity, Lord God, of the old. And Lord, they put on the anointing tonight. Lord, we ask it in your name ask it in your name don't pray this unless you're serious and and I mean it folks because just like when you come and you do a water baptism what are you declaring you're not just declaring to the seen world you're declaring to the unseen world you're declaring to all of the spirits that that be that you are sold out to God that you have died with him and now you attack you're attacking him because you have risen with him you're a new creature and when you pray prayers in a public setting and you pray those or you put yourself in a leadership position what are you doing you're saying i'm i'm no longer putting i'm not with them i'm i'm a new person (laughs) I'm this sold-out person that maybe you don't know, but I'm here now, and I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not backing away. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. So it's not just a matter of, of a talented individual. It's a matter of do you have the goods inside of you, and the goods being the good God living on the inside of you. It's not just a matter of stepping up with a talented person. It is God, am I sold out? God doesn't need your talent. What he needs is your heart so that relationship can flow through you to someone else. So don't pray this prayer unless you're absolutely serious. God, I want the responsibility of the call to rest upon me tonight. I want to be responsible, Lord God, not just for myself, but for those I am supposed to reach. I want to be responsible for the well-being of my children. I want to be responsible for the anointing of my life and not wait on someone else to try to strum it up inside of me. I am going to accept the responsibility as a father, as a mother, as a brother, as a sister. I want to be responsible. That is the double portion. Ask that Elisha, Eli, Elisha had asked for. See, because you're going to have to have the character to get through the low places because there's going to be widows who have creditors knocking at the door and you've got to show them how to get delivered. There's going to be a, a, a city whose well is, is, is poisoned. You're going to have to know how to fix it. There's going to be some prophets out there trying to build the house and they, they lose their borrowed axe head. You've got to know how to make that thing float. There's going to be, a, there's going to be those you prophesy to and their, their sons are going to be born and you've got to have the touch of God on your life when the sons die to go over and say, no, this is not going to be. I'm going to lay the anointing on. I guarantee you Elisha had his mantle on when he laid on that boy. He's going to lay that mantle on it and say, okay, you're going to get up. See, the only thing, church, that can make a person, in my flesh, the less I do, the less I want to do. I want my shoes comfortable. I want the temperature of the room comfortable. I want my chair comfortable. I want my clothes comfortable. I want everything to be comfortable. I'd rather somebody else get up here do this and let me sit down honestly i'm not saying that to be mean i'm just that's who i am but see there's something that got a hold of me 30 plus years ago there's a man of God set on fire by the glory of God and he passed by me with a mantle and that mantle of anointing awakened me and now all of a sudden I started asking for things that wasn't in my nature to ask for. I wanted responsibility. I did not know how to preach. I did not know how to speak. I didn't even know how to read but there was something compo- compelling me to begin to reach out and to begin to strike against that and start tearing that stuff off and start just not looking at everybody else and what they were able to do or not able to do but say God I'm going to put the mantle on, I'm going to put the mantle on God give me the anointing, God give me the anointing and start walking in the anointing and I said Lord the same anointing that rested upon that man let that same spirit God rest upon me so that when the preaching comes forth there is something felt before it's heard and I want that same anointing on you I promise you I do because that's what God wants there's only one thing that it calls a person to want responsibility in the kingdom of God it's the compulsion of the Holy Spirit that has touched their life that makes the desire the desire who else why else would you do this we told our son before when he came, whenever we saw the call from birth forward but our advice to Jacob we don't say it we just say Jacob if you can do anything else in the world you better go do it and he came back to us and he said I can't do anything else God has called me and I want the responsibility Lord we pray responsibility of the call to further your kingdom care for those who are in bondage to see them liberated and set free that our life Lord God Lord it's not what we gather to ourselves Lord God that's going to matter most it's Lord what we leave behind is what we give away Lord we just love it if you just touch him and raise him up. But Lord, you're the only one that can. Show us how to pray. In Jesus name. Just keep Andrew in your prayers. Andrew A. Josiah and Phoebe. I've got some some tough days ahead of them. Tonight we're gonna lift up the Teagues. Brent Teague is one of my dear friends, and he's doing a fantastic job in Africa. So our mission's emphasis tonight is going to be Africa. And we're just gonna do this in honor of, of Elijah as well. You know, Elijah was, he's the Got eight siblings. He's the only one that crossed over the ocean and come to live in the States. He and Andrea met because they were in missions together helping. Elijah, Elijah is a missionary to America. <laughs> so he followed the call over here for you. To bring what God had done over here to to you. beautiful spirited man please stand if you will and we're going to close in prayer tonight Father we ask in your name the name that is above every name Lord we know this life is so very short even at a hundred years, Lord God, it is a blink in the eye, blink of the eye. Lord, let us make the most of what we do. We pray for the continent of Africa. We pray for the Ivory Coast. We pray for the Teagues. We pray, Father God, for all of our Assembly of God missionaries and all the missionaries that are over there and the pastors, Lord God, and the laity Lord, I pray, Father God, for the revival, Lord, that you have intended, Lord God, for the continent of Africa, Lord. Let it pour out like never before. Let there be outbreaks of the spirit of healing, of deliverance. Lord, I pray against all the opposition, Lord God, that they face in the darkness, Lord. I pray, Father God, for, for Lord Elijah's family, Lord God, that are there in Nigeria, Lord God, right now, that, Father, they don't know from many times from week to week, Lord God, if jihadists are going to come in to their to into their their church lord god and lord i just pray god for their protection tonight i pray father god that you would move lord in such a mighty way god we'll be careful to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory in jesus name amen the gentleman here at the back to receive the offering god bless you as you give tonight we'll keep you posted as as things progress god bless you are dismissed this evening please um pick up the announcements i know there's an outreach. Uh, going to take place Saturday from 10 to 2. It's uh, going to be a, a lunch and a diaper distribution, and that's going to be from 10 to 2. And you can see Liz uh, for details. Also, Savvy Sisterhood is going to meet Sunday at 1 o'clock uh, and, uh, for at the Adcock's home for a meal. Uh, business meeting is coming up uh, on uh, February 26th. And Also, let's see. Are you guys doing Bibles and Burgers this weekend or next? Next weekend. Okay, God bless you. You folks are dismissed. Thank you for coming.